When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in, King Kong is fighting the mobile suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet were still alive to save us all. Dude, could you imagine... Beam Me Up, a phrase made famous by the television show Star Trek, a powerful piece of technology allowing humans and objects to be transported a great distance without actually having to traverse that distance physically. Within seconds, you are dematerialized in one location and then rematerialized in another. What if this technology existed in our world? What if you could be teleported from one country to another within seconds? Would you use it? Let us confer with two of the world's leading transport technicians, Will and Tom, as they try to traverse this question and find an answer. Welcome back, everybody. This is Tom Case. This is Will Stark. Will, I know we've already talked about uh, this subject matter before, and I think it was definitely everyone who chimed in on this definitely said, teleportation is their best and favorite power yeah because it's the best one okay so this question is slightly different but it's on the same subject okay what if you had the technology to teleport would you use it and what what i mean by teleport is uh, this time is not going to be like a power Mm -hmm. it's the ability through technology has now been in or or the, the ability to teleport through technology has now been invented both for public and private use and specifically, what I was talking, what I would be talking about, is like a Star Trek style. Yeah, I know, I know. It's not going to be stepping through a portal. It's going to be molecular it's, disassembly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the objective is just to see: Would you use it? If not, why would you not use it? No, I wouldn't <laughs> use it. I know. I already, I already knew. That <laughs> not, not if I could avoid it. Yeah, I, I was always thinking about this. I, I had dreams on this actually before too, um, which. Brought me back to the other piece of technology we were talking about in our other episodes, which was the replicator. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like I would have to try and use this. I mean, obviously, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be the first. You know what I mean? Like if they if they just well, yeah, we're saying it's tried. It's been tried and true now because the public has access sure. to it. Absolutely. But I I think I would. You know what I mean? I I feel mm-hmm. like if if it's already been tested like that, not to say. You know that there's probably not going to be accidents. Oh yeah, and there'd yeah, absolutely. Be horrible accidents. I'm not even really concerned about the accidents part. Mm-hmm. For me, it's the the breaking consciousness, like the question of does or does not that actually equal death? And oh, like, I see what you're saying. Uh, are the people <clears throat> teleporting to and from home and all about? Are they committing, uh, you know, a dozen suicides a day and not knowing it? You know what I mean? Like, what does it mean to be? a person you know what i mean what is death what is the what is the soul it does yeah. the soul exist 
or um, their or your consciousness like if that's what that yeah, is you know what i mean it's like like is is the person who steps outside the other teleporter a clone that thinks they're me you know yeah, what I mean? exactly and then like my consciousness breaks so like i'm dead i no longer perceive anything and that new person just has my memories, memories and then when they teleport later on they die and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Uh, granted, like, you know, there's a lot of arguments saying, like, like it, what is it irrelevant? Like, one could argue that falling asleep and falling unconscious is a break in the conscious, like, uh, continuum. Yeah. And, like, we're not the same from every given moment. You know what I mean? We're in constant flux and change. And the person I am today is not the person I am tomorrow, necessarily, mm-hmm. depending on how you look at it. Well, this is getting more philosophical than I thought it would. Oh, really? I thought that's literally <laughs> no, where you wanted no, this no, to go. No, but that's good. Okay. No, oh, no, no. Well, I don't have any expectations of where it's going to go, but I do like how you brought it there because yeah. you're right. It's that would be something you really need to delve into yeah. if this is going to be true. Have you seen The Prestige? No, you I need to fucking seen that. see that. Movie. Well, a movie I haven't seen, then you have. Well, it's just like <laughs> spoilers for The Prestige. Uh, change it now. Change it now. Change it now. You've been warned. Like, well, okay, now I don't want to tell you because you're going to see the movie. Is it that bad that if you told me, like, it would... Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, it, it ruins is. the whole movie. Who stars in The Prestige? Uh, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Ooh, two actors and I Scarlett really do jo- love. And yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, and Scarlett. And David Bowie. Ooh, and David Bowie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's an excellent movie. Okay, I'm going to have to watch this movie. All right, we're, we're going to move on, and okay. then once you've seen it, we'll old news it, because it okay. is so pertinent to this subject matter. But anyways, um, yeah, so The, th- the Thousand Little Deaths, um, I mean... I may be being a little bit illogical in my fear, but like I enjoy being alive a, a lot. Like <laughs> I know that sounds silly to say, but yeah. like a lot of people have a lot of reasons to not enjoy life. Like life can yes. be hard, and it, and I'm my life has been very hard, but especially the last few years, I could not be happier, and I'm very very lucky for that. But I'm I, I exceptionally enjoy living and doing and making and being. And I wouldn't want to break that. Yeah. And if I didn't have to use this tech, I wouldn't. Oh, I see. And so this would the only way to use it would be if you were technically forced to have. Yeah. To use well, it. that's the thing is like I, I would imagine that in a world in which this technology is tried and true and is now available to the public, it's only a matter of time before, much like having a car in California or not having the internet, you just can't live without it. And if you yeah. do choose not it to, it's very it's difficult. A, it's an incredible yeah. hardship. Um, I think I would go to the extent of like moving, like mm-hmm. if I needed to relocate constantly to to get to a place where it's like okay, life here is possible without teleportation. I would I would go that far. Yeah. Um. But in the end, if I had to, I would have to make my peace with it, and it wouldn't be that far of a stretch. You know, I already do a thing where I treat myself like I'm three different people. I have past self, present self, and future self. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's how I trick myself into doing things because like. You know, I'll procrastinate, but if, like, I am beholden to someone else, I I will be more on time and more responsible and more on top of things. So, if I need to, like, do a list of errands, you know, I trick myself by being like, okay, so if present me does all this, future me is going to be really happy. (laughs) Yeah. And what what happens is I I, I do it because I've tricked myself, and then future me is really happy. I'm like, thank you, past me. (laughs) Like, thank you for biting the bullet, you know, and I'm going to pass it forward because now present me knows that now future me has things that he'll be happy if I get done. So, like, I have this whole – it might be insanity. <laughs> and but anyways, I have a nosebleed now. <laughs> not right. But, like, so, like, it's not that far-fetched for me to start kind of, like, doing that with the teleportation. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, 
you know, morning me needs to go to work so that work me can work so that home me can, you know, be here for my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it would drive me crazy and I probably would be very unhappy about the situation, but like there would be nothing I could do about it. Man, now, now that, now that everything you've said, if this, if this technology ever does become true, I'm just going to stand in front of one of these transporters and I'm probably going to go, God damn it, Will. Thanks. You know, thanks for making me think of all this. You might walk in and the person that walks out is not you. Now, actually, I have actually had that thought before. I, and, um, to be honest, I, it does scare me because it, Mm -hmm. it does make me think like, you know, yeah, like, me like i know me because i I am me right now and Mm. i am myself but once you go through that Mm. you know if it can't transfer this whatever you want to call it consciousness essence Mm. whatever it is and whatever comes out on the other side if it's not transferring that Mm. i won't know that it's me it's just this other copy of me that thinks it's the original that yeah. got transported. Yeah. You know, well, like, well, like, oh, here's the thing. So, like, how does this tech work? Like, is it literally transporting the molecules or is it like getting a reading of the molecules and then reassembling identical molecules on the other end? So, I, um, I tried to look up uh, a kind of detail. This is not actually very detailed, though, of, of how the Star Trek science works for their transporter. So the transporters convert a person or object into an energy pattern, and they call that a de- dematerialization. Mm-hmm. And then it gets beamed to a target location where it can it gets rematerialized, or the matter gets reconverted and constructed in the exact manner as it was deconstructed. Right. So what I'm what I what I'm asking is: Is it possible for there to be a malfunction where um, you you end up not getting sent? Or yes. it gets sent, um, but you stay, and now there's another you. So this is not from what I could look mm-hmm. up. This is from my own memory. There's there's some episodes of Star Trek: Next Generation where something like that does happen. Okay, so if that's if that happens, I'm never getting in that fucking teleport. Yeah, because what they have, if I remember correctly, and this, I'm going to nerd out, so let me put my glasses on and push <laughs> them up. I remember that they, I think they have something they call the pattern buffer. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is it saves your pattern, right? Mm-hmm. This is definitely where you're talking about if you're, you know, your mm-hmm. consciousness, essence, whatever you want to call it. This is where that's going to become the factor because what they actually did was they found out where you or this pattern buffer saves your pattern. That's what it does in case that there is something that goes wrong and there's a malfunction. And, and in certain episodes, that's exactly what happens. And, um, and they find out that they have to go and hopefully go back into this pattern buffer to extract your pattern, mm-hmm. right? Your molecular pat- pattern, which is now information yeah. before it degrades. It can only be in there for a certain amount of time. Right. And, um, and yeah, and that's what exactly that's, that's so. What I mean, that's so death. They have, it's yeah, what it's it is. Death, it's, you know what I mean? Death. So technically, yeah, it technically on what your definition of being alive still. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're dematerialized in such a way, are you alive? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it's it's going to be that type of question. It's also like, um, have you ever heard of the the ship of Theseus paradox? Have we talked yes, about you this? talked about. Okay, I, I think we had this conversation in one of our other episodes too. Oh, did where, we? Okay. Yeah, where you were talking about how. Little by little, if this ship is replaced, being replaced, is it still technically 
that same ship or is it a completely new ship because mm-hmm. all the old pieces have now been replaced with new pieces yeah and then what if at the same time someone took all those old pieces and reformed the ship from the old pieces mm-hmm. so now you have two ships that are called the ship of theseus which one is the real one it, it's a similar yeah, situation if that is uh, of the two uh toms that are left after this accident which is the real tom and that's the thing too um and we might have talked about it in the exact same episode the the another episode on uh, star trek though Mm -hmm. next generation there was the william Riker, one of the characters on that show Mm -hmm. uh finds out that there was this um tragedy that happens right he had to at the last minute he gets beamed off of this ship Mm -hmm. but he didn't know that because there was a malfunction the his pattern got resent to the same spot that he got transported from. Oh, and so okay. there ended up being two Will Rikers, mm-hmm. but no one knew about the other one. Cause they thought that, that he, they got him out. So let's, let's go. Mm-hmm. And they abandoned that ship. Yeah. Well, he had to survive on that ship. So they, they end up finding him later, years later. And <laughs> he course. finds out that, yeah, he has a clone because yeah. the transporter malfunctioned, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, yeah, it was definitely that's some crazy stuff, man. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I'm not getting in that heliporter unless I absolutely have to. Unless it's the the nice ones that just open a portal I can step through. You know, let's say if it was the portal, how yeah. how would you figure that would work? Would you would you figure a portal is meaning like the basic definition of a teleportation, which is you traverse or well, without traversing the physical space, it opens up like. A wormhole, essentially, or something that that you. I mean, I'm not a scientist, Tom. <laughs> no, um, I would imagine it's it's the whole concept of like bringing two points in space time to a single point. Mm-hmm. The whole idea, which yeah, I think wormhole is a big part of it. Um, I don't know how it would work, but again, I'm I'm picturing like a gate scenario where it's like a big gate that can pinpoint to a Almost location, like Stargate. Like Stargate, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. which I've never seen, so I don't actually know. I never watch it. Yeah, I've um, just seen commercials and stuff. That you would then step through to get to the location you're trying to get to. I almost did go that route with this question because yeah. uh, I was recently – I love Rick and Morty. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever seen that. but I watched uh, the first season, yeah. Rick really has good. this portal gun. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And that's – that's. I was thinking about it like that too. Yeah. But I was figuring if – I would figure if, if a certain type of technology were to come about, I kind of feel like – this would probably be the one that would that would. I think both are as far fetched as each other, really. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I would feel like for some reason, though, just like the amount of data the in the human in anything, but in yeah, the human would body, so, it would be staggering. So you know, I mean, hmm. I did try to look up some type of you know Fritz facts here. I didn't really get a lot for obvious reasons. Teleportation doesn't exist, as far as you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. Let's hope the government isn't listening right now. But no, just like, no. So scientists discovered teleportation is possible, but only at the quantum level. Like there is no way, you know, anything of any size value can get teleported. But what they actually meant on the quantum level of like of how it's possible is like they actually were able to get like a like the state of a molecule mm-hmm. being transported to another molecule at a vast distance so you can tell the state of one molecule by the other interesting and, but that's only on the quantum level so like none of this is even ever you know what i mean like it's not even ever it's not even close to it's really not, teleporting it's not actionable it's not gotcha. actionable exactly gotcha. yeah uh the term teleportation was invented by an american writer Charles Fort in 1931. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. I I would have thought teleportation, you know, would be something that a, that a scientist probably would have. Liked. Well, number one, scientists are actually notoriously terrible at naming anything. It's like it's a big thing in the scientific community. They're very bad at it. It's just not their forte. I, yeah, you're right. I, it's funny you say that because. Uh, 
another part of the, I didn't write this down, but it said Albert Einstein actually was very perplexed. He was trying to solve things about teleportation. Mm-hmm. And what he called it was scary physics. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what he I'm did. telling you, they're just, they're, it's, it's, it's so bad. It's comical. Um, the other thing though, is it's really like a logical jump from the word transportation. Yeah, that's it's, true. Or mm-hmm. like uh, telephone or telegram. Mm-hmm. It's like things from long distance, but uh, but porting it over. Yeah. So. And a lot of times too, you know, what I, I forget the the phrase that people use, but it's like, um, you know, all the things from fiction, like mm-hmm. a writer or whatever, then becomes reality later mm-hmm. because yeah. it's it influenced. You know what I mean? What someone wrote at one point later may become available like someone can actually do it sure. and then they would you know i'll say this if i if i was a scientist and i made a discovery um and i needed to name it i would definitely try my hardest to become good friends with a good writer so that then mm, i could be like would... friend help me name this thing let me explain it to you the best i can and want you to name it <laughs> that's a good idea because i know if i was a scientist that could invent te- a technology that can teleport i would be calling it the transporter just from star trek because i'm i you know i'm a total fan i'd be like i fanboyed out and be like i created the transporter you know which which is the last first facts i have on this in 1965 the pilot episode of star trek became very popular because of the characters used teleportation to go between planet and ship right but dude could you imagine Breaking news, a new study suggests leaving an iTunes review is very important for newly created podcasts. So to nurture your new favorite podcast, make sure to leave an iTunes review. This has been Fritz Frivolous, reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you. Hello. And welcome to Fritztopia. This is your friendly reminder to give all praise to Fritz Frivolous, our great and benevolent ruler, every hour on the hour. Thank you for living in Fritztopia. Bye bye. Fritz, Fritzy, what are you doing? You're spacing out here. Why are you sleeping on the job? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was just resting my eyes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Get back to work. And we're back. Indeed. So, Will. One of my favorite stories or like type of story or movie to watch is things that have to do with like, like a world that's different from ours. Like not, not too different, but something that like changed to where now it's like, Ooh, what if you lived in a world that was like that? You know what I mean? Like, so a lot of times my wife always makes fun of me because she's always like, Oh, why would you want to watch such a weird movie? But I love those weird movies. Like what? Like, uh, uh, well, you know, I have examples here, but, uh, let me ask you the question first. Okay. And that is, what if you could create your own utopia? Interesting. And the parameters are, You have been given the power of creation. You can now create your own world or society or even the current world we live in now, how you see fit. So if you didn't want to start from the, you know, building your own world from the ground up or however you want to do it, just start to where you would think so. Um, But let me let me while you think about this, let me actually go through these uh, Fritz facts. Yeah. Um, So the word utopia, Sir Thomas More invented the word for his 1516 book. Utopia. The book was about a fictional island in the Atlantic, excuse me, Atlantic Ocean. The word has been used to describe both a perfect society and societies in literature. Mm-hmm. Now, here are some of the 
Now, these aren't the movies she would say I'm weird about. Uh, there's just some other movies, like certain things too, like in movies like Black Mirror, or mm-hmm. they're not a movie, but like shows. Show. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it has certain things where they're like, one was like, what if you lived in a society where, you, you know, you're, I think it was like, uh, in order to get money, you have to go and, and go to these, these, these like, I don't know what you would call them, uh, like hostels, right? Where you just have a room and an exercise bike. <laughs> And you oh, you're talking pedal. about the one million credits episode? Yeah, the, the one million credits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know stuff like that. I love watching things like that. Where sure, like, man, could you imagine if you're in there? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the three movies that came up when I when I was searching for like uh, movies about utopias or dystopias, which would be you know worlds that are like broken and it's like you know not good to live in. Mm-hmm. One of them that came up, uh, I ended up seeing actually all three of these movies. Uh, one is called Elysium, starring Matt Damon. That's a dystopia. That's not yeah, a utopia No, that's a dystopia. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, the yeah, the thought behind it though is just to have a just to have like this world that's different from ours. Like, what okay. if you were to live in that? Right. But but yeah, I, when we get back to the question, I do want to know how you would create yours. Maybe you would create a dystopia, right? Um, <laughs> who knows? Um, but uh, Elysium is a world that is divided into two factions: the ultra rich who live aboard a luxurious space station, and the rest who live a hard scrabble existence in Earth, uh, in Earth's ruins. Uh, the next one was, I don't know if you've seen this, it's called What Happened to Monday? No. Oh, that's a really good one. You, I think you might actually really like that. Hmm. It's uh, starring Nomi Rapace or Rapace. I don't remember uh, how to say it. I think name. it's Rapace. Or Rapace. I think Maybe it's, it's Rapace. Yeah. Um, this one's written out just like a you would hear like on an ad. In a world where families are allowed, only one child due to overpopulation... Resourceful, identical septuplets must avoid governmental execution and dangerous infighting while investigating the di- disappearance of one of their own sisters. <clears throat> and then the third movie, I know you like. Oh. Dread. And that's oh, definitely yeah. dystopia. That's super bad. Yeah. But first original <laughs> Dread was starring Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I've never and, seen that one. Yeah. And then the remake, which was oh, another actor we both love. It's Carl Urban. I love that movie. Carl dude. Urban is such a good actor. Oh, yeah. He's man. fantastic. But I love uh, that movie in particular. Yeah. But I remember you recommended me yeah. the, to watch the remake because I'm always kind of like, ah, oh, but I've seen the original. The original's so good. You know? And then right. I finally watched it and I was like, oh, that's really good. I very much good. enjoyed it. Um, in that one, it's society had made choices and enacted certain laws that allowed law enforcement to act as judge, jury, and executioner to combat the ultra-violent crimes being committed. So, those mainly were dystopias, and I think a yeah, lot of movies, a lot of movies so. do choose to do that because Conflict. if you live in a perfect, yeah, if you live in a perfect world, then nothing's happening. Why are you going to watch this movie? Right. It's be I mean, boring. I'm trying. Star Trek's the only one where it's like a utopia. Um, Pokemon's yeah, kind on, of a utopia. Yeah. But um, I mean, there's still conflict and stuff that happens. That's why yeah, it's not always on Earth, yeah. right? Because Earth would be the utopia, you know? Right. I don't think, I don't think utopia means it's a world without conflict. It's just supposed to be like a, <clears throat> a highly idealized society. Yeah. Oh, man, this is a tough question for me because I don't like playing God in in these theoretical <laughs> situations. I'm just – it gives me – like not that like thinking about it gives me anxiety, but like I know if I was in that situation, I would have high anxiety about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I have a detailed answer for this one, but it would definitely be a society that has access to 100% clean energy. Would this be through – okay, so are you taking a world – is it just like Earth? The world is going to be Earth, right? Um, or? Yeah, okay. probably. 
Um, so this clean, so you're you're talking about it's through society they're ga- they're gaining this clean energy, yeah. not because of the world, right? Like yeah. not because the world may have its own. No, I mean I would think through through technology. Um, so, I mean I don't. I guess like it would have to be like a blend between like solar and wind and water and I think nuclear fission is acceptable. I'm not sure if. Or fusion is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I know, that, that I think it's a pretty acceptable clean form of energy. Not that we know how to do it yet. We don't. But like, yeah. Um, but theoretically, like, once we do, it, it could yeah. be a very clean. And you get to uh, create this, so maybe your society does yeah. know how to do this. You know? um, for me, I guess what I'm trying to do is to like design my my ideal like world that I would want to live in. Is like I would like us to have like. Our metropolitan area areas are more like, um, not condensed isn't the right word, but like, I would like a city state kind of setup. Cause one of the things living in Southern California that gets to me sometimes mm-hmm. is everywhere you look, no matter where you go, for the most part, it's, there are man-made structures, concrete, lights, and electricity for as far as you can see in every fucking direction. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Sometimes it gives me anxiety, man. And I'm just like, a uh, hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, like all this was open country, and like we have terraformed this planet into asphalt and concrete, and it just gets to me sometimes. Yeah. And like sometimes I just get the urge to drive out into the middle of the desert where I can look in a goddamn direction and not see a single man-made object. And so I would want to live in a world where like our cities are kind of like city stated out, and in between the big city states, rather than sprawling fucking suburbia for a thousand miles, it's open wilderness and countryside. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? So okay, now I'm not confused with what you're okay. saying. So you're saying like everything where you want to do for work and living or maybe you know whatever all that stuff is just going to be like it's a like a giant city but yeah. that's one state yeah but and like a, wanna... a clean yeah, energy yeah. city it's you know <clears throat> there, there's no homeless there's no poor everyone's provided mm-hmm. for you only work if you want to people are allowed to pursue their endeavors and there we're not fucking up the planet and there's plenty of wilderness to be seen and experienced in between each in between city. Yeah, all the city okay, state areas um I mean, that's really all I got. I just, I, it's hard for me to make decisions on what, what's the perfect society. You know what I mean? Well, how would, how would you deal, let's say, with crime? Like, like, let's put it to the test of like, okay, you have the society, they, they have the clean energy. Mm -hmm. And like you even said, you know, everyone being provided for that may cut down on, on most, on a lot of crime because, you know, a lot of crime, I believe, you know, and I could be wrong, but I believe a lot of crimes happens because, there is the people who don't have, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of basic necessities, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that they that they should have. Um, so, but, like, let's say the, the other types of, you know, crimes or whatever. Is there a way that you foresee, like, okay, would you, would you, would, would you have it, like, very rigid, like, law enforcement, almost like a Judge dread, where it's going to be like, no, you, if you mess up and you commit this crime, no matter how big or small, you're going to get a heavy heavy sentence this is where it's it's hard for me to make any type of decision because like again if i'm if i am making the decision then it basically i'm what i'm just some sort of dictator deity and it's hard for me to trust my own judgment you know what i mean what i think is moral and ethical right now could change drastically 10 years from now when i'm wiser and have experienced more things like yeah, so true. i don't know i i really don't know like i i guess i would try and lean towards a more a 
criminal justice system that was far more focused on re, uh, reforming people mm. than just putting them away and punishing them. Like, I don't want a justice system focused on punishment. Punishment doesn't fix anything. Punishment is yeah, just, it's, it's like vengeance. It's mm-hmm. just fucking useless. So they, they go through the system like that and, and they just come out even a more hardened criminal because of the fact that they're in this place that's punishing them. Yeah. They're going to feel something about, they're going to feel jaded on them. They're right. going to feel like they may want revenge. And then they're, right. they're, they're in there with other criminals that are like, they just sharpen their craft. I feel like. Anyway. Yeah. And then it, when, I guess it, when it comes down to like the, the unreformable, if that's a thing, like it, it, are there some people that are unreformable? Maybe, probably, I don't know. What would I do with them? I don't know. Cast them out in the wilderness. I don't know. Like, <laughs> or maybe just make a, a place where they can live and have all their needs met and they can't hurt anyone like anymore. The island. Yeah, I don't know. Then, I've yeah. never. I, I don't know what you're referring. That's another. There's another movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's another, and that's exactly uh, yeah. what they do. They send all their their quote unquote criminals. Uh, yeah. It ends up being they send anyone that the government doesn't. Interview. Yeah, but yeah, you know, but right. it did start off as I'm, they I'm sent like criminals. theoretically, like this is a perfect world I'm creating, right? So I guess the truly unreformable have to be put in a place where their needs are met and like they can pursue their own endeavors, but they can't be given the ability to hurt anybody. Yeah, you know, I I um, think I don't that, know how you actually I don't know how you achieve that actually. So yeah, I know that this would be a hard. I mean, there's no real right or wrong answers because there's no way that we know mm-hmm. that would happen. But I do remember hearing I, it might be in Iceland mm-hmm. or well, maybe it was in Sweden or somewhere where they're um, you know the way that they treat criminals there is like there there really is no. I mean, okay, yes, there's a quote unquote prison, right? But it's not like the prisons of the United States, right? You know, they're not behind bars like that you know and in fact it uh they do kind of what you're talking about they instead of like them just going through and being punished and now you can't do this they actually uh they're they're put into like these education systems and they have people that that go and they try to reform them they 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 see counselors they see psychiatrists whatever it is that they may need and they're not treated as a prisoner they're actually still treated with respect and everything and, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe if there's other factors at play here, but they have a very low crime rate, way lower than ours. You know yeah. what I mean? So I sometimes figure like, yeah, you know, we, we may need to change up how we do things, you yeah. know, especially in that aspect. A thousand percent. I, when I was thinking about this question, I was coming up in my head. I was like, you know what? I would want to have like a society that's very focused. Main One of the main focuses is clean energy and education, mm-hmm. right? And then I started thinking like, yeah, and you know what? If it was going to be like this quote unquote, you know, perfect society, utopia, whatever, how would I deal with um, cr- crime and stuff like that? And I, I caught myself actually already thinking, and again, this is from Star Trek, the next generation, <laughs> but there's an episode where they go and visit this planet and like everyone there is beautiful, right? And they're, they're in shape. And one of the reasons is because the way they travel there, everywhere they go to, they're, they're jogging. Mm-hmm. So like they're always jogging. Everyone is allowed to experience anything they want, you know, as long as the other, and if it's with someone, as long as the other person is consenting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I realized like, man, this is all the ideas I was having was all from this episode. So I don't know if I just got it from this episode, but yeah, it was like they, they were high on education, but the way that they dealt with crime, I thought was the most, I, I thought it was kind of like, a very special way because they would do random no tolerance zones, right? So 
and they they had uh, city states. That's how I think that's how theirs was too. And oh, so nice. so they didn't have it to where it was like all you from the eye, you know, all you can see is just cement and whatever. Yeah. Like they had beautiful grounds, right? Grass and luscious trees and everything. Mm-hmm. What they would do is they would have these areas, and randomly they were picked. No ordinary citizen would know what area is picked. So if you happen to commit a crime in that area, you are sentenced and put to death. Yeah. So I think that's obviously that's that's too, you know what I mean? That's like a, that's overboard. Right. But that's how they, they kept themselves because nobody knew where. So nobody wanted to commit any crime. Uh, it, you know w- I mean? That wouldn't actually work, though. No, yeah. That probably would not, not work That would all. be way too. It, yeah. It's inhuman nature to always try and push the limits until you get bit. Yeah, and so exactly. people would push the limits. Some people would die. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't stop people from pushing the limits, though. It would probably cut it way back. Yeah. But but I thought it was an interesting yeah. technique, like a, a strategy to, like, combat some crime, you know? I don't know if interesting it's is like... the correct word, but sure, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I would want education to have to be at the forefront of everything to me. I mean, like, yeah, I think education is incredibly important. Um Obviously, though, like huge amounts of the population are only going to go so far in their education unless they're forced to. And even then, like, you know, not everyone is a physicist level intelligence. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I think education is highly, highly important. Yeah. But that would, that would definitely be. And I was also thinking that what you said about clean energy through technology. When I was first thinking about the clean energy thing, I was thinking if you were able to like create the world, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't it be nice to have it to where the world could balance itself out, even with the Well, I mean, humans. the world does balance itself out. Well, yeah, but I mean, humans are kind of messing that up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, until, I mean? until but that's all a, that's the hurricanes a, come for us, man. Yeah, I know. And it's going to balance itself right the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once we're gone, the, the Earth, I have no doubt, can balance itself out. But I meant, like, with humans can mm-hmm. can balance its own self out to, to, you know what I mean, have it to where, you know, it's it's not... It's not going to be difficult for us to have this clean energy. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's honestly, I mean, I won't say it's not difficult, but I mean, it it is not as difficult as it seems. It's just that we have lower incentive to do it in the now. And yeah. humans are notoriously bad at doing anything until they get a nice kick in the ass. And so, like, until we really get that kick in the ass, we won't do anything. So like yeah, that's true. It, it's just like we where you don't feel the incentive enough to do it, unfortunately, which sucks. It really sucks. But yeah. yeah. But I guarantee you, like when when our ass is to the fire, like suddenly we're gonna fucking figure it out in like ten years, watch. Oh yeah, I figure yeah, it's if be it's so definitely stupid. something that, that yeah. When it's like push come to shove, yeah, we'll have somebody that's gonna come out. Oh wait, we should have done this. The you whole know time. I mean? We should have yeah, done the this whole time. time. As a matter of fact, we could have done this the whole time. The whole time and we, we just, just weren't, weren't doing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the almighty dollar has to like come through, you know, yeah. for all the people who are doing this. Yeah, in my in my utopia, I would try and find some sort of system where there there is no money. Money isn't a thing; it doesn't exist. That's what I was gonna. I was thinking about that too. I was like, economics would be kind of. Like, yeah, I would. I would find if again, if I get to make this utopia, I'm gonna find some sort of way to make it work because the just the whole concept of uh, a capitalistic economy is mm-hmm. just not what I'm interested in, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, that could – well, we obviously see the problems that that can create. But if you could figure out a way to, to where it's it's some something different than always just having – let me get all this money. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. that would be the best way to do it. Honestly, I feel like 
<laughs> I I honestly feel like man, the first thing I would need to have is this is that technology of of the replicator. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because that yeah, would the solve that whole problem. Like could you know solve I mean? a lot of that. Yeah, absolutely. But dude, could you imagine? And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up-to-date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget to leave an iTunes review, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Remember you can follow us on YouTube and on Twitter at DCY Imagine. And if you would like to contact us or tell us what you are imagining, you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining. That one went up to 15 and a half minutes. Trying to get you back home to your baby. Yeah, yeah.